What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. The FC is one week out from the 2021 season, so I'm slightly back for episode non-numbered, because I'm solo. 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 Of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is, of course, Jonah. I'm the creator of multiple pieces of Frankie and Maya merchandise and signage, but I'm feeling slightly jilted. Yes, I'm all alone. That's the worst news you could get on a Monday morning. You're coming in expecting brotherly banter between me and Zach, maybe even a rare Nick sighting. And what do you hear? Just my sensual, late-night, all-alone voice. But don't worry, we'll get in quick. We'll get out faster. And we'll impregnate this podcast with a few facts and a couple laughs, but most likely not. Um, we've got our final preseason edition of Are You In or Are You Out? And it'll be, of course, a requiem for our own St. Frankie, Fran- Franuel Amaya. After that, I'll put a tiny bow on the off-season preseason make it really quick, guys. I know you don't want to hear just my voice. You want Zach's headlines. Uh, we'll say a lasso prayer for 2020 greatness. First up, of course, John Hark's Cave of Wonders. Um, thanks to Soccer Crush for having me on their FCC season preview episode. If you haven't already, go give them a listen. Give them a like. Go ahead and subscribe. What have you got to lose? Give them five stars. You know, I've got a lot of great reviews on uh, iTunes, the Apple Podcast app. A lot of great ones. Too many to count, but the number of great reviews put against the number of downloads I get every week. Something's not quite jiving there, folks. So if you've listened, if you've loved, if you've lived, laughed, loved with KLR all this time and you haven't written me a fantastic, hilarious five-star review, go ahead. Do it for me now. And if you don't, it really won't change anything. Life will remain the same for this podcast in every conceivable way. Um, But just know that if you're out there, I care about you. And if you listen when it's just me, because I'll tell you what, there's not a FCC podcast that I would listen to with one person. There's not a lot of podcasts I would listen to with one person. But luckily, you don't have to listen long. Let's just get into it right away, okay? Let's do our final edition before the season starts of... Are you in... You know where we got to start, folks. Frankie and Maya traded to New York Red Bulls. You know all the details. Well, we don't actually know all the details. For one million or so of gam, it was coming. We were expecting it, but we were like, you know what? We could actually use him a lot right now. He'd be perfect for this team, but he's gone. So that's over. Onward and upward. So, you know, I have a few words for Frankie. Frankie, I'm assuming he's listening. He's a big fan. His family loves my memes. They love my songs about him. So why wouldn't they listen to the podcast? Hoping to pick up a few more morsels. But they might not like, but they might, but they might, but they might not like what they hear. So where should I begin, Frankie? You know, we embraced you wholeheartedly like we would with any top draft pick. Could have been you, Frankie. Could have been anybody, but it was you. And I remember us, I remember on the podcast, me and Zach... Nick, we'd, uh, we had a few laughs at your expense after watching your UCLA highlight reel, which wasn't much of a highlight reel. 
don't know if you guys remember. It was mostly Frankie sailing long-range shots well over the bar. Well over the bar. But it didn't matter to us, because it was all about the future, Frankie. Your future glory. Not past performance. Um, Koch was your head coach. Remember Alan Koch? Of course. He, um, I don't know if folks don't know this, but he single-handedly developed all-world best 11 Champions League star Alfonso Davies for Vancouver's USL2 team. So, he did that himself. That's what he'd have us believe. And you were such a valuable asset to FCC, we just assumed there would be a detailed plan for you when you joined the team. Um, that plan apparently was not play you for a while, then we loaned you to a USL team where you played for about 30 minutes, then we brought you back and we played you for a shitload of games. That's called 4D chess. Gotch style. And we fell in love, Frankie. Um, you are my favorite word. A diminutive, diminutive, diminutive midfielder. Diminutive. Um, we all expected, mostly just because you're short, that you'd be this creative number 10. You know, you'd be the, the man with the moves, setting up goals. But after your first performance against LAFC, what we saw was a dogged, is dogged a word? A dodged? Dogged? <laughs> yeah. You were a dogged ball winning type. That's what it seemed like to us. And you know what? We could get behind that. Um, every single city calls themselves a blue collar city. So let's do that too. We're a blue collar city. We put our pants on. We put our uh, overalls on one leg at a time. And we liked the way you played. Feisty. Like a tiny little, uh, what do they call the, the small dogs? A toy dog? Like a Cocker Spaniel, a Chihuahua, or a Jack Russell Terrier. That was you for us. You know, we got behind you right away. All we wanted was success. But soon, your boy, the one who developed Alfonso Davies single-handedly, Koch, was gone. And you know what? You fully embraced the Demay way, like we all did. <laughs> Those were simpler times. You were starting every game, loving life, also losing constantly. But then we brought you a new mentor. Somebody who could take you to the next level. Some guy who could deal with the youth. Ron Jans. Yeah, Ron. He might have been a problematic Dutch man who arrived in a time machine, unaware of current social norms and racial faux pas, but we thought he was perfect. That next ox, 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 the next ox season. He was already gone, but you remained. Most of the roster needed an upgrade, if you guys can even remember that far back. But you were the one piece we didn't worry about, Frankie. Of course, you were on the friendliest of team-friendly contracts. We knew you were here for the long haul, and we liked that. Oh, but then the pandemic happened. You remember that, Frankie? Put a real hamper... Hanker? Put a real... It really hampered... Let's say it hampered. How about it hampered your, uh... Blossoming Frankie Fades business. And soccer got weird. Uh, we had new arrivals, but they flopped. You shined, though, Frankie. Well, for one goal. You had one fantastic goal. Soon enough, our, we brought in, we, I consider myself a member of the organization, we brought in legendary Yapstam to coach. He took a liking to you, Frankie, just like we had. Fortunately, the start-stop season ended with us pulling up the rear again. But we still knew we had you. 
through it all. Wooden spoon after wooden spoon. We knew you were part of this team. But then you asked for a trade. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Apparently teams have been offering massive MLS funny money sums for you. But we knew what we had. We, we, we. That apparently made you and your agent very mad. You had to go public with it. I'll admit, Frankie, the first two years at FCC had been a little bit turbulent. But we finally have light at the end of the tunnel. A new gorgeous stadium. Huge new signings like Brenner and Cody Cropper. <laughs> Cody Cropper. And a full season to get ready for Stomball. But no, you want it out, Frankie. You know, it's hard to totally blame you after what you've seen. There's no doubt in my mind and in everyone's mind that you gave 100% during the games. So it would be untoward of FC fans to kick you on your way out of town. But also, kinda... Oh, fuck you, Frankie, fuck you. Clearly, Frankie, you never wanted to be here. Why would someone from Southern California, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's just a kid from Southern California. Why would a kid from Southern California want to move to the Midwest and a city that I'm most certain you could not find on a map? I don't know, Frankie, but you could fake it, couldn't you? You never embraced this city and we showed you undying love because that's, that's just what we do. We all pretended that you cutting hair was some sort of personality trait, since there was no evidence that uh, any other personality existed. We were sure that that one goal and zero assists over two seasons were just little growing pains, you know. We knew that was the tip of the iceberg. That expression means there's much more ice underneath the surface, you guys. So that's what I'm saying there. We also ignored the gossip we heard around town that you might have been kind of a dick. Because honestly, teenagers are all fucking assholes. I know when I was 19, what was I doing? Touring, touring the country, rocking fucking faces off. I mean, I was kind of a gentleman, an all around gentleman. Extremely handsome, love and life, not a lot of aspirations. Failing my way to nowhere. What were we talking about? Yeah, teenagers are assholes. Except for me. You do have an amazingly supportive family. They're always there for you. They're always there. Online. Lurking. Um, but it was smart by them, Frankie. Because it kept them... Kept me from going too hard at you. Knowing they were always watching. I don't want to make your mom sad. I met her in section 124. She was an angel. She loved my shirt. That's another thing. I got three St. Frankie shirts in this house. What do I do now, Frankie? But we're past that. Teams aren't loyal to players. Players aren't loyal to teams and fans. Well, we're only loyal to the Jersey and Rashawn. Rashawn Daly. I guess you're loyal to New Jersey now. See what I did there? Frank. Now, if you're one of these fans, and I've seen you guys, I'm watching. I'm very on internet. If you're one of these fans complaining about Cincinnati turning on Frankie, I'd like to ask you what you think you're participating in. 
Because this is sports, baby. We gave Frankie everything as fans, and he rejected us. He gave us nothing. So that's it. He's dead now to us. So you can keep coddling him if you want, you fucking idiots. But he certainly cares even less now than he did before, which I don't think was much to begin with. But when someone's as much of a blank canvas, or dare I say an empty vessel, as Frankie is, or appears to be, it's easy for us to project on him. Like I talked about my sleeping children where you can just project anything onto them. You're like, oh, these beautiful, beautiful babies. And then they wake up and you're like, oh God, Jesus, right. This is what you do. You pee on everything. He could have been anything. He was everything we imagined him to be. But then one day with a little agent courage in his ears, his Frankie Hayduck true self emerges. Turns out this entire time, He'd been wanting to tell the city to eat a dick. And you know what, Frankie? We will. We will. On a bun, with chili, and with cheese. That's a dick, Coney. And you can't talk me out of it, Frankie. Frankie did the bare minimum for us, and he deserves the bare minimum back. So Frankie, my advice to you is learn to pass a ball forward, have a nice life, surf's up. That was really spittish. I had a lot of spittle in there. Sur <laughs> Surf's up, bro. And that's it. Frankie's gone. And it's okay. Because this is fun. We're having fun. But the season starts Saturday. And if you're not fucking stoked, check your pulse, okay? Forget about Frankie. Preseason's been so-so. Whatever, we just lost another one. I don't care about preseason. It does no good for you, for me, to worry about it. Because there'll be plenty of time to worry in a week. If we fucking suck. So don't do it yet. Forget about that. Clean slate. Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. Let's quickly, and I mean quickly, review where we are. Okay, let's take a state of the team. Compare us to last year. Here's who we've added this year. Who's Here's who's new and fresh. Brenner. Ben fucking Mines. Isaac Atanga, Lucho Acosta, Ronald Matarita, Calvin Harris, Cody Cropper, Cody Cropper, Cody Cropper, Gustavo Vallecilla. And that's not even mentioning last season when we brought in Mocha Joe, Barial, and I guess Kovacevic. Now they've had a whole offseason. They're fucking into Stamball. And here's who we said goodbye to. All right. Remember, this is the final in or out before the season starts. All right. Just setting play, setting the table. We said goodbye to Sam DeYoung. Who gives a fuck? We got Lucho now. We said goodbye to Spencer Ritchie. Loved you. Doesn't make a big difference. We got Ben Lund. We said goodbye to Kendall Waston. He's playing in Costa Rica now. Still getting carded. I love him, of course. Adrian Reggaeton. We got Atanga now. He's younger. He's more nimble. He doesn't want to abandon us right away. Uh, Tanya McCabe. We've got Ben Mines, who looks slightly more like an adult. Bobby Edwards. Same as Spencer. And then Jimmy McLaughlin. USL. Deplon. Very handsome. USL. Gutman. Will he ever play? Who the fuck knows? Garza. Not on a team. Rashawn Dolly. Maybe. Kakutamane. He's in Texas. Fatai, USL, and now Frankie. As far as I'm concerned, USL League One is your future, Frankie. 
You blew it. You'll never get to touch the grass at West End Stadium. Sorry, we're done with Frankie. Move on. So, are we going to be any good? This is where you come to the podcast, especially when I'm solo. You want to know the facts. Are we going to be any good? Jonah, Jonah, Jonah. Are we going to be good? Are we going to be good? You're a soccer expert. Tell me. Well, I don't know if you remember, last two weeks ago, me and Zach made our season predictions, and it came out to a home playoff game. That's just the way the cookie crumbled when you go game by game. Now, when you don't go game by game, things seem a little darker. But you know what? On the whole of it, I am no longer afraid, okay? I'm not afraid anymore. Home Alone style. I think that we are free of the chains from the last two seasons, trapped in that biblical garden tomb, and it's a resurrection time, baby. So if you're not getting paid for predictions and you're predicting a shitty season, I pray for you. Losers. You know, I'm vaccinated now. I've seen the inside of West End Stadium. And we have some shiny new players. If you can't get fucking hyped right now for that, what can I say? What can anyone say? All right? Feel it. And we can start slow. Nothing matters till we get into that stadium, all right? I know I just gave a long rant about Frankie and Maya a couple of minutes ago, but I'd like to make it clear this is all for fun, okay? This is fun for me, if you can believe that or not. If this shit goes sideways, then we can address it, all right? But I think we're going to sprinkle some magic fairy dust on this team once they get into that new stadium. So they just got to hang on for those first three games, Give us a win in there. Give us a draw in there. Or win them all. I'm not going to stop you. If you feel like it. If you're feeling crazy. And then I think we're just going to fucking roll. Okay? Not like win every game, but... It's time. Things have been too funky for too long. I'm feeling positive. There's no use in being negative right now. Feel the fucking love. Alright? And if you can't do it for yourself... Do it for me. That's my Patreon. My Patreon account is good vibes. <laughs> and I'd I'd like a few of them. So that's my peasant fee to listen to the mental Patreons. You didn't even know that was a thing. It is now. So sign up for my mental Patreon. It's $500 of energy person but all it costs you is some positive thinking it's getting confusing now as for klr the knife lie and radio program this season will be like all the others but maybe a little more strained with all these midweek games folks they're jamming them in there it's gonna be rough i'll be honest with you but monday mornings after fc games we shall appear you can count on us. Okay. Saturday. This Saturday, folks. If we lose, it's just one game. If we win, start etching our name in that cup. You fucking assholes. All right. I was saving up all my cusses from Soccer Crush to use tonight. Sunday night. The children are sleeping. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you. If you listened, if you didn't, 
I understand. But then again, you're not hearing what I'm saying. So who am I even talking to? If you skip to the end, just to see how I signed off, much respect. The big takeaway from the entire episode is mental Patreon. Mental Patreon. Mental Patreon. You guys want to joke? I should, I should end while I'm doing well or not terrible or not completely on my face. No, I won't. I won't spoil it. I would have spoiled it with a bad joke. I will not spoil it. Final thought. Brenner forever. Amaya never. Amelia, what's Cody Croppin? Rise together. Let's fucking win. Elle avait sous sa toque de martre, sur la butte Montmartre, un petit air innocent. On l'appelait Rose, elle était belle, à sentait bon la fleur nouvelle, rue Saint-Vincent. On n'avait pas connu son père, elle n'avait plus de mère. Et depuis 1900, à chez sa vieille aïeule, ou qu'à s'élever comme ça toute seule, rue Saint-Vincent. A travailler déjà pour vivre, et les soirs de givre, sous le froid noir et glaçant. Son petit fichu sur les épaules, à rentrer par la rue des Saules, rue Saint-Vincent. À voyer dans les nuits de gelée, la nappe étoilée, et la lune en croissant, qui brillait blanche et fatidique, sur la petite croix de la basilique, rue Saint-Vincent. L'été par les chauds crépuscules A rencontré Jules Qui était si caressant Qu'a resté la soirée entière Avec lui près du vieux cimetière Rue Saint-Vincent Mais le petit Jules était de la tierce qui soutient la gerse, aussi l'adolescent. Voyant qu'elle ne marchait pas au pantre, d'un coup de surin lui toit le ventre. Rue Saint-Vincent. Quand ils l'ont couché sous la planche, elle était toute blanche, même quand l'ensevelissant. Les croques mordis et clapovs gosses étaient claqués le jour de sa noce, rue Saint-Vincent. Elle avait sous sa toque de martre, sur la butte Montmartre, un petit air innocent. On l'appelait rose, elle était belle, à sentait bon la fleur nouvelle, rue Saint.